Previously, on the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev, the brothers were discussing emotions, feelings, and healing for black men. Here is a short recap, which will lead straight into part two, Master My Emotions, with the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. Because I don't think we want, want, we don't want anybody to use it against us, man. And because man, we've, and I, and we've I, seen it happen to others, yeah, and we're like, I, you I, know what? It yeah. not even happened to others, it happened to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, expressing your feelings, and then that's kind of, that's that's being weaponized against you. And so you got to you gotta factor in, like, hell, man, close family members will use something against you. You know, you know, family, family is tough, man, you know. Family, family is tough, man. So you know, I think your family harder on you than the world is sometimes. And and I don't think they are aware. Like I had a conversation. I had to check a cousin the other day, and um, they said something on Facebook to another younger relative, and I was like, "Yo, delete that. You out of pocket for that." They was like, "Oh no, I was just playing." I was like, "He may know your plan, but other people who read this aren't going to know your plan. And yeah. he may not know your plan. And he, this may be a sensitive topic for this individual. And you, you not aware can be pushing this individual into a dark space. Don't, mm-hmm. don't like, yo, if nothing else, family should be where home is. Yeah. And at home, you should feel safe and secure regardless of what's happening around you. And I was like, Watch how this inter, uh, this individual interacts with you next time he sees you. You gonna act like it's nothing, but like they may look at you sideways, and that's gonna help gauge whether you was out of pocket. But as mm-hmm. an older person, I'm telling you, you're out of pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if it's something that you have in conversation, and you can explain that it's a joke, and this is what I meant, that's different in person. That gives them the opportunity to be like, no, that's inappropriate, or for you to read the body language, like read the room. Mm-hmm. Right, but like a lot of people don't know how to do that, though, bruh, they, and and either they don't know how or they don't give a damn. That's fair, right? Like I asked somebody that I worked with, I'm like, "Yo, are you are you are you able to read the room?" Ah, oh, they'll get over it. So you are able to read the room. You're just choosing to do this. Got it. I mm-hmm. just needed to know how my response need to be catered. Yeah, right. And it's and it's and it's tough. And I. <sighs> is I I had to start being very intentional um even when I'm checking in with um when I'm checking in with y'all right with, with my black brothers like mm-hmm. when I'm checking in with individuals I'm very intentional with the language that I use like I remember my mentor he was telling me a story about him and his army buddies they were on gate duty in the military because they did something they weren't supposed to do. And so mm-hmm. he's telling me, but he said out of that, they created what they called the gate check because that's what they had to do before they were able to do anything before they were able to change post gate check. And so mm-hmm. they was like, they would hit each other up occasionally and gate check was like, yo, I'm making sure that you up. I'm making sure that you are out your house. I'm making sure that you were taking care of business, but I'm also making sure that you were Okay. And so he carried that on with us, the the, the individual yeah. he took as a men- mentor. He would send a random email. He would call, leave a message, and he the 
The first thing that you would hear when you pick up your phone at 5 a.m. in the morning because this Negro got up early was gate check, fool. <laughs> <laughs> like, like his phone check, you in the bing. And, I, <laughs> and then you would hear his laugh and you were so mad, but because he's laughing and you knew yeah. where his intent was, you couldn't even get mad. Like, so now yeah. I'm up at five, wasn't supposed to get up to eight. So he's like, gate check. And I was like, yo, all, all systems go, bro. He was like, nah, mm-hmm. bro, run down the list. Like, I'm good. My health is good. My family's good. I'm taking care of what I'm supposed to take care of. And he was like, cool, now tell me where you're struggling. Mm. Bro, I just told heavy. you all this was good. He was like, yeah, now tell me where you're struggling. Because that's not what he asked. Tell me where you're struggling, yeah. right? He was yeah. like, you could tell me that you're at the gate, but are you present at the mm-hmm. gate? And I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. And so I used that, right? That mentor is no longer with us, but like... When I randomly hit you up, gate check. Yo, right. it's, it's it's heavy though, but you, I don't think I don't think um, people know how much that really means to somebody, or or the impact that a, a, a gate check has on someone's day yeah. or week or month. And you know, it's crazy because uh, since my sister's passing, you know, people been checking in on me. That I, that I hadn't normally been talking to on a regular basis, mm-hmm. which is which is cool. But I think the part of it that's strange, right? And you and this is and this is this is probably a Kevin problem, right? <laughs> um, you know how you feeling, how you doing, and yeah, you want to say the good things, similar to your mentor, like you want to respond and t- talk about all the positive things, because mm-hmm. it's like it's almost like you don't want to bring concern, yeah, or you know, do people really care about the stuff that yep. is concerning you or <laughs> is it, do you, do you seem like you would do and you bitching and complaining? Yep. Right. So it's like, it's, it's a dynamic, even in that conversation. I think when you, when you check in or when we check in, I think it's easy for you and I to do it. Cause we got a rapport. It's like, yo, you know, I know, I know that this guy, this, this guy, he got my back. Yeah. And so, yeah, I could tell him the good, the bad and the ugly. Cause I know he ain't going to, Ain't gonna take, ain't gonna take it, chop it up, and put a put a social media post out there, yeah. or something, something, yeah. something silly. You know, that's a, a, a that's a real example. But I think that's also why people don't communicate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what those emotions are, and it's funny because people are checking in. They say, "Well, how are you?" And my my generic response has been, "I'm managing," unless they ask like a follow up or something, something more specific. And, and it's Kev, like, to that point, right, we don't do that. And I had to catch myself years ago. Um, and I laughed when my friend who does this all the time when she calls and checks in, she's like, hey, man, you doing okay? Mm-hmm. And and I chuckle because when, when I'm in a session, I'm very intentional with the words that I use, right? Because I believe words have power. Mm-hmm. Semantically, words mean things, right? And so when you ask somebody, are you doing okay? You're kind of giving them the answer that you want them to give you. Uh, yeah, are you okay? I hope you're okay. Yeah. You better be okay. I hope everything it's, is good. Well, it's what good. The, it's good. Yeah, it's well, good. What the hell okay. is it? <laughs> yeah. Right? And so that, that's the thing. That's the, that's, the, that's the space that I'm in now, Brother Jay, because, you know, I lose my sister unexpectedly. Yeah. And the light of my life, man, you know, and it's just, it, it's tough. Yeah. But then I lose my grandfather. That was my father's father. I never met him before, but, you know, I got facial features look just like the man. And loss is and, a loss, bro. And regardless. a loss is a loss. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what to feel. I'm, I'm sad. 
I'm sad for my family. I'm sad for my family members that um, that knew him and had a chance to get to know him. Yeah. And then it's like you you question yourself, like, yo, I never met the man. Should I be sad? Mm. Even though he's my grandfather? Yeah. Right? And then it's like, if I am sad, like, why am I sad? And so, you know, when you when you try to tap 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 into what is within, yeah, it's 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 like a it's a it's a damn war going on because you don't know what the hell to express or how to say it or when to say it. And people kind of, you know, people check in. I know people have good intent, but it's like, yo, I don't know if you're really ready. Like you asked me how I'm feeling. I don't know if you're really ready for the response. Yep. And I don't think people can take the response. And and I remember I was in, I was meeting with my therapist and she goes, you know what your problem is? I'm like, here we go. Like this, we're seven minutes into the session. You're already telling me what my problem is. So already. She, she starts laughing. She goes, you don't like to ask for help. Hmm. And I said, "You want to know why?" And she was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> That's what no, she, she said. Won't, she won't rat. She won't she with said, the smoke. She, she said, won't oh, ready shit. for the smoke. <laughs> the return fire. <laughs> I said because there's been people around me that have witnessed me in need of help and did nothing. So if these same people are around me in a moment where I need help, why would I go to them? Mm-hmm. And so she was like, "Shit!" <laughs> That's what she said. I was like, "Real talk, like." And now I I got people around me to say, hey, if you need something, say something. All right, cool. I'm starting to say something now. But, and, you know, it didn't help that I pledged solo because typically, like, you either find a way or you make a way. Mm-hmm. You didn't you didn't come back to your dean and be like, oh, I couldn't do X, Y, and Z. Right? No, like, why didn't you do it? I failed to articulate due to the fear that I may deviate to the highest form of restitution. Sir. Like, you, you made a way. And so, like... I'm now still trying to unravel, like, when do I say help? When do I just handle it myself? And a lot of times, based off of emotion, I'm just like, you know what? Let me just let me just go ahead. Or when people do check in with you and you're just like, mm, you're not built for what I'm about to give you. So I'm going to just give yeah, a generic yo, answer. Man. I'm give you a That's generic heavy. answer. That's heavy, bro. And it's sad because it's like, damn, even in my dark space, I'm able to take a step out of it, assess who is contacting me and make the conscious decision. Like, mm, if I give, if I give them a piece of what I'm dealing with, it will break them. Mm-hmm. And where does that leave me? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because now I'm not like, I'm a, I'm a victim of circumstance and environment and experiences. And now I just hurt somebody else who wasn't built for the burden that I just gave them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 won't prepare for the blowback, right? And so, and I think that's that's also tough. Given given that space, right? Being intentional, but one thing that has really really helped me, and I always tell, I, I, like I say, yo, if I'm asking too much, or if you feel like, yo, you you right now you're requiring too much of me, like I tell people, kick back, right? Push back and be like, no, nigga, go home, hang or hang up, right? Or just don't answer me. But now I'm being more intentional. Like, yo, hey, how are you? All right, cool. Mm, cool. Didn't really like that answer, so let me dig in. Like, for example, mm-hmm. one of my homeboys had a had a setback in his dissertation. And so instead of me just asking, hey, man, how's everything going? I'm like, yo, I know Wednesday you communicated that, you know, some things didn't go well with your dissertation and things got a little rocky and the 
it took you a while to get out of that that space. Like, how are you? How are you with all of that? Right. I'm asking specific questions. Right. Like, mm-hmm. how how did that impact everything around you? Because most of the time, it's really not to pry. It's to get you to really process. Oh shit, that did make me snap off on my on my partner. Yeah. Shit, that did make me go off on my kid the other day. It wasn't even his fault. I was just so now that we're having this conversation, I'm like, all right, cool. Well, what can we do? And I put myself in this because mm-hmm. I'm asking you now. So now I'm I'm in this with you. Well, what how can I support you in this? And what can we do? So if this does happen again, there's a system in place. Yeah. But we don't think about it systematically. Though, we don't. Man. We don't think about emotions. We don't we don't think about our emotions and our feelings um with a plan in mind. We don't. Right? You know, it's like, oh, well, you have this feeling and you kind of deal with it, you deal with it willy-nilly. Yeah. Oh, you know, as a as a as needed basis, you you figure it out. But the the problem that I see is as men, we are in very, very delicate situations mm-hmm. without a system in place. So for example, I was married, <laughs> right? <laughs> And, you know, you, you, you have these conversations with your spouse and you're trying to figure out like what's going on with you mm-hmm. and it might not be going as planned. And what's the kind of defense mechanism you shut down and then it builds up those emotions build up and build up and build up and build up. And then something is triggered and then the feelings come out. Yeah. Right. But you know, you would think, well, if you're married, that should be a safe space for you as a man to tell your li- your your wife, like, yo, you know, I'm not good right now. And for some reason, I I didn't do it. Or you're in another delicate situation where you have a you have a child. And and it's it, it's one of the coldest things, man. But um I don't know, I don't know my sister's passing. I wouldn't say it has brought me and my son closer together, mm-hmm. but I think we are having, uh, I think he's seen a, a vulnerable side of me and he inquires because he's going through similar feelings just like me. You know, I might be grieving. My son's grieving too. Yeah. And it was a moment um, at my sister's viewing and I hadn't really had a breakdown. I hadn't had a breakdown. You know, I cried and stuff, but I mean like a, a breakdown and, and going into the room at the viewing and I literally, I, I collapsed. I dropped to my knees because I was just hurt. And my son's behind me with uh, my godmother. And he told me after the fact, he said, yeah, I'm glad you got it out, dad. Um, but I was just, I was just saying, dad, get back up, get back up. It'll be okay. I didn't, he said, I know you had to get it out and you had to cry, but I didn't want you to stay there. Mm, that's heavy, bro. Yo, that's coming from an 11 year old. I didn't want you to stay there. God, bro. He was like, I didn't want, he said, I didn't want you to stay there. But he knew, he know, and he knows like, and it's it's crazy because even conversations now, he'll always say, well, you know, um, are you okay? Like I'm asking about him. And then he says, are you okay? Because he, I think he's understanding like, as a man, we have to be strong when we need to be strong. But you don't have to but, be strong with me. Yeah. That's and, heavy, or, bro. Yeah. Or, you know, um, you don't have to be strong with me or we know that there are going to be times 
where you're not going to be strong because life happens that puts you in a place where you can't be strong. Yeah. And it's crazy because I feel like safe with my son versus, you know, with my ex-wife or, you know, with an adult. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's ill, but I, but I'm trying to like set the precedent mm-hmm. to like give him the space to talk about your emotions and your feelings and express them. And like, let's just talk about it because you're going to have the room. You're going to have emotions regardless. Yeah. You're going to have feelings regardless. And it's going to be things that um, happen in your life that you got to know how to deal, man. But if we kind of grow up in this space where, you know, boys don't cry, um, you shouldn't be sad or you, um, you know, you got to play tough guy all the time. Yeah. Then, I mean, you build it, you kind of building a character and in the process, your heart is hardened. And so then when it's really time for, you know, you might meet that next special someone or something like that, and they want to really get to know you, but you got like this hard exterior because you've been, you've, you've legit been programmed yeah. to be made of stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and I think there's, there's a prime example where I went to school. Um, there's a brother that was from, from the city. And um, from the district, no, from the city of where my school was. Okay, got you. Okay, right? got you. Townie, Carl yeah, Townie. Yeah, he's local. Yeah. He was a local. Yeah, local. Yeah. Um, I met this individual. He was on campus, <laughs> had a book bag, and never went to class. Mm-hmm. I'm DJing with the radio station. The Greeks is doing their thing. I'm DJing. I'm literally two weeks on campus. Brother comes through every day. He says, what's up? I say, what's up? Ask him how he's doing. Um, he's like, yeah, you know, you know, I'm making it. And I was like, what does making it look like, though, brother? He was like, ah. And so the next day he would come and I asked him, he's like, yo, I'm making it. And this is what I'm going to do for the rest of the day. I was like, there it is. Right. And so mm-hmm. um, playing with it. Yeah. I'm making it. And here's the plan. Yeah. And so yeah. like over over time, we built a rapport. And I remember I I. After I crossed, so I pledged my freshman, no, sophomore year, fall, sophomore year, right? I pledge, you know, our fraternity sign resembles a sign that you may see in the streets. You're you're (laughs) A-OK? Yeah. You're A-OK or uh, it resembles some gang shit. Right. And so it's it's funny. And so he adopted me as like a little bro. I didn't know. I was unaware. So, you know, we we strolling, we in the club doing the thing. The sign goes up. Evidently, they had some visiting brothers from another chapter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they see the hand sign and they like approach the brothers who was in front of me. And right before the brother stepped to me, brother from the, you know, the local slides in. He's like, hey, 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 bro, this the fraternity. He said, this that fraternity shit. Go on now. Go on. Go on. He, they cool. They they, mm-hmm. were, they they we got them. Yeah. And so, like, when we had the conversation, he was, hey, man, he was like, he was like, you remember when you was out there DJing? Uh, and, you know, I would come on campus and, you know, you would say what's up and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, he was like, 
you really you was the only one that really asked me how I was doing this like as like as a real nigga. And so I'm laughing like where's this going? I love it, man. Kappa is a real nigga. Yeah, man. I love he it. said he's like he's like he's like he's like nah, real talk, bro. He was like wherever I, I saw you, bro. Like he was like you was legit, one hundred everywhere everywhere you went. He was like I ran into you in the mall and you just rolled up to me. Like he was like yeah. I had to tell I tell the squad with well, yo 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 he cool. I was like yo you good? He's like yeah man. He's like you know I'm making it. I was like what does making it look like? Mm-hmm. And, and but like to see him interact with other individuals, they never knew he had that type of side. Yeah. Right. And then I saw him interact once he had a kid. He calls me to tell me he's having a daughter. And I'm just like, I drive back to where I went to school. This was like 2012. I was gone by then. Right. I go back to the baby shower and I'm sitting here smiling the whole time because I'm seeing one of the locals mm-hmm. who, who, will, who will peel somebody's muffin cap back, like in front of the cops, didn't give a damn, crying as he's opening gifts for his baby girl that's about to be born. <clears throat> and then we, we had the same conversation. He introduced me to the mother of his child. And he was like, yo, you remember, you remember when I was telling you about that real nigga that was okay? <laughs> and I'm cracking up <laughs> that again. Was you. He was a capitalist. Yeah. He was a real yeah. nigga. He was, he was like, a capitalist. He was a real nigga. This my man right here. He was like, real, <laughs> yeah. real talk. Always, he said, legit checked in on the nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm cr- still laughing. I'm just like, this nigga ain't going to change. But he was like, nah, bro. He was like, he said, real talk. I appreciated that. He said, he, I was having some days, man. There was some days where I just. I just, he was like, bro, he was like, you was always that light in the dark corner, bro, just making sure wow. I was good. That's and, heavy. And that stuck with me because I'm just like, how often, you know, I, and we both went to a PWI. Mm-hmm. And I started We got or- HBCU tendencies, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us got HBCU tendencies. Yeah, I think that's the uh, um, fabricated through the D nine, right? By yeah. way of the D nine. Yeah. Um, and you know, I created uh, my brother's keeper in two thousand eight with my best friend, who happened to be a Q. And one of the sessions, I said, "Yo, it's fifty six of y'all in here, fifty six black men on campus, and most of y'all haven't seen each other in the last three weeks." Hmm. Cause we walking around and we not paying attention or we're getting easily distracted by things. That's not going to help us get to our destination. Mm-hmm. It takes nothing to see another brother, right? On a white campus. If I see another black man, I'm saying what's up just on the strength of you being melanated and you being here. And see, that's how I was when I was on campus because I just knew it was so few of us. You know what I'm saying? It's, it was too few of us to have feud within us. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Right. It, it was too few of us. So I was like, yo, even if I don't like you, right? Even if I learn that I don't like you or we just we 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 have different ways of thinking, I'm I'm still gonna acknowledge you as a black man because if shit pop off against you, I got your back. Mm-hmm. And I would trust and pray that you got mine. It's too few of us to have feud within us. Yeah. Right? And so like it was it was <laughs> It was surprising to me, right? I would be supposed to be in my office, but my office was in the student center right out in the building where the yard was, right? And so I'm coming out, I'm talking, and I'm literally watching individuals walk past each other, not even acknowledging them. And I'm like, yo, we got to do better. Even, like, 
Like, bro, you ain't even like you ain't say. It's like you're ignoring. It's it's almost like you're either ignoring or not acknowledging someone's existence. Like the emotions, like the fact that I have emotions and I have feelings. Yeah, I exist. And if you feel as if you can't express it, it's almost like you're not there or you're irrelevant. And I'm like, bro, you ain't really got to ask them how their day is going. You just, hey, what's up? What's up, my brother? Like, I see you. And I said, and I guarantee you, after you do that long enough, the eventual question would be, hey, everything good? How are you? Well, how was class? Like, you on your way to class? You get that assignment done? And then we start checking to make sure that each of us is good, right? Because I can't fly if my brother is failing. And I was like, if I graduate, I've achieved greatness. But if I graduate and you don't graduate, guess what? Us, us, we still failing. Mm-hmm. Because we are all here for one objective. And so, like, even if I, now granted, I ain't going to do your homework for you. I can help you study. I can mm-hmm. point you in the direction to get these resources. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, going back to acknowledging one another and then asking the questions, like going back to my, my, uh, my big bro, when he was like, bro, just you asking me how, how I was and like, and, and then asking me, what does that even look like? Yeah. If you're managing, how are you managing? Yeah. Yo, I'm making and I'm managing. Oh, you yeah. know, Hey man, head up. The what, how, the yeah. how. Well, what, yeah. well, what, what was the challenge that was causing you to, even second guess about putting your head up. I remember asking the what question. I remember an old professor who was, who's no longer on campus. I was walking one day, walked past his office and I was looking down at the ground. He met me like came out. He was like, young man, young man. So I'm thinking like, Oh shit. First incident on campus. And I was like, yes, sir. He was like, Hey, you just walked past my office. I was like, I don't even know where your office is. So he pointed. (laughs) I'm confused, but I'm just like, why this old black man just, came after me. He was, Hey, next time you, you know, he's like, when you walking around the ground, ain't gonna move. Mm. I said, right. He was like, hold your head up King. Cause you had your head down. Yeah. And ever since then, like, I'm just like, ah, and I think I was looking down at something, right. Thinking to myself, looking down, he was like, I don't care what you're doing. The ground ain't gonna move. And if it's gonna move, we all gonna fall. He says, so until then, hold your head up King. Mm-hmm. Bro. That mm-hmm. was like, First semester freshman year, and that stuck with me. It stuck with me where I'm I'm catching young 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 kings like hey 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 hold your head up, so you can see where you're going and you can see what's around you and making sure you're good, right? And so wow. just going back to the emotions is based off of like initial experiences, mm-hmm. and how often can we alter the emotions of others just by being present, bro? Yeah. Being present, asking those intentional questions, and then like being legit our brother's keeper. Yo, bro, you sent me a card, man. This was after it was kind of a month or so after my sister passed or whatever. And you sent me a card. And the card was so cold and it touched me so much because on the card it said, Remember, you got people. And I think like people people don't get that enough. Like, remember, you got people and I open up the car and, it's you know, we, we got our inside jokes. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, I don't care if Joe gas station is $10 a gallon. I'm down the street. I'm, hey, I'm down the street, man. Say the word. I'm down the street. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because we we not only are we not um, 
programmed to express our emotions as black men, but I also think um, we don't know, we're not, we're not uh, taught to inquire on that level and to be intentional and to be thoughtful and to be considerate, but also have a level of empathy, not sympathy, but have a level of empathy where, you know, everybody not going to be hunky dory all the time because life happens. Yeah. You know, we, we, we just, we're just not taught that. And I think even, even in those spaces, I remember um, one of my good friends, we worked together. uh, He asked me something one day. I'm like, Hey bro, I'm, I'm five out of 10 today. He said, cool, take your, take your time. I'm going to give you your space. And then I'm going to circle back to see what we need to get you up to a six. Mm. Not up to a 10, mm-hmm. but going back off of what Kingston said, I don't want you to stay there. Yeah, man. Even if I can't get you up to a 10, but if I can get you out of the place that you're in so you can see that there is an up, let me see what we can do to get you back to a six. He's, I'm going to give you your space and I'm, and, and don't lock your door. Cause I'm coming back in about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm to figure out what we need to do to get you to a six, because there's, like you said, there's going to be days where we going, we going to be off our game all the time, man. There's going to even, be days even where if we, nothing traumatic is going on. Like you're going to have good days and bad days. Just living life. You just, you just ain't got it today. Right? Like I remember walking into the office. I closed my blind. I put up a, I have a glass pane in my doors. So I took a dry erase marker. I was like emergencies only mm. do not disturb. So one of my friends who no longer works with me, she slid a note under the door. (laughs) She was like, let me know what time you're going for lunch. Lunch is on me. Oh. And so I wrote another note. I was like, (laughs) two o'clock. She was like, that means you're going home early. (laughs) But she was like, damn well, you ain't coming back after that. She was like, so how about we go around 11 15 to go get lunch and so you can still get out early right but she recognized where i was and like yo i'm not gonna be like and i think this is also adding on to that it's very going back off of empathy if you're having a bad day it's not my responsibility to to make your day automatically turn good <clears throat> no not at all and not it at may all. and it may be and 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 most times it's out of my control to even have influence to make the day go good but what I can do is give you a good moment yeah, in the midst of a day that you're having that may not be good. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I can, I can provide you with a, a memory or a reminder. Like the car said that you got people. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're experiencing, but yo, I'm here. And I remember I was working, I'm trying to think of where I was. We were in Texas for a program. I was there for like three weeks. And for like a week, I was just, I was just off, off game. One of my colleagues just came, barged in my office, set up office space in the corner just so I wouldn't be by myself. Yeah. Ain't say nothing. She ain't take no calls. She ain't ask me no questions. She went to get a snack. She would get one, throw it on me, throw it on my desk and just did work. And then when we was leaving to go get dinner, she's like, you driving in my drive. All right, cool. You drive. We ain't talk about the day, what I was experiencing. Cool. Which what, what we doing to the weekend? Programs over. You going home for the weekend, or you gonna kick it in the city? Like what you what you got planned? 
And I appreciated that, right? Like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Let me, maybe they need to operate in this space that they're in for a couple of days, right? Maybe they need to figure some stuff out. And so me yeah. trying to force them, oh, let's go have fun and do this, get your mind off of it. Maybe that's not what I need. Maybe I just needed somebody to be like, all right, cool. You ain't got to tell me, but I'm, I'm right here. So you mm-hmm. can see that I'm here if you want to talk. And I think that's what a lot of my clients this past week were just talking about how they don't have that. And the sad part was the majority of them were married. That's, I mean, hey, I've been there, man. I've been there. I, and it's, it's unfortunate because you think, you know, and this is like Kevin's caveman <laughs> principles, right? So <laughs> Kevin's cave, I, like the whole point of getting married is so you don't got to go through shit alone, man. <laughs> like, like I'm just <laughs> like it's it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of self-explanatory, right? It should be relatively easy, right? That's good, yeah. Like the whole point of being married is so you don't go through life doing shit alone. Like I said yep. last last show. You know, you want somebody to go to Texas Roadhouse with you to, <laughs> to eat, eat the, the roads. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to do that solo? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's the whole point of being married. And so it, it's it's sad that you know you got a lot of people feeling like that. But I also think, you know, if they're if they're men and they're married to a woman, it ain't really you know you can't just say you can't blame the woman and say all right, well you know she doesn't understand or. Mm-hmm. Um, she's doing something malicious or whatever, because I don't think women, I don't think women are, are, are uh, raised and brought up to be that in tune with a man's emotions outside of like love at first sight, being a provider, nice wedding ring, blase, blah, blase, and, blah, and, and feeling safe. That's true. Right. And so right. I think, I think now we are just getting to the stage and the age where we are saying, you got to advocate for this stuff. You got to ask for it. Yeah. Right. Like I remember, um, <laughs> a former relationship, we were having a conversation and she said, well, how come I didn't know about this? And you I said, for it. And I said, and what were you going to do with it after I gave it to you? Oh, that's heavy. She sat back and she looked at me. She was like, what does that even mean? What were you going to do with with it after I just gave it to you? Right now, if I hand it to you, what were you going to do with it? And so she's like, so, so like... Does that mean you don't trust me with the stuff? I said, no, I didn't say anything about trust. What I what mm-hmm. I will say is that, like, I don't feel that coming to you for certain things is a safe place for me just yet. Yeah. Hello. And and in her head, because we were in a relationship, that should be automatic. No. No, because I said, I've seen how you can't wait to get off the phone with one of your friends to call another one of your friends to have a conversation with what you talked about with the first friend. Or I've seen how information that you see on campus, you come back and then like your family knows all this information. So no, I don't Mm -hmm. feel safe with this, with, with, with certain aspects of my life. Like, no, you will get it when I give it to the public which is a sad place to be in. I was like, could we eventually get there? Yeah. Is it going to take work on both sides? 
But as of right now, you couldn't answer the question with what are you going to do with it once I give it to you? Yeah. And, and right. Like being able to say, Hey, I need this. But a lot of times going back to, you know, how we got to this, this conversation, a lot of times we don't know how to advocate, yeah, especially within man. relationships. No one and knows. Doing nothing, doing nothing never solves the problem. Yeah, like, oh, well, you know, yeah. eventually, you know, we, we've been together for four or five years, so, like, we kind of know. No, you don't kind of know unless you kind of talk, <laughs> right? Like, you got to use your words. You think you're in tune with somebody or you can feel the energy, and then when they tell you that the energy is off, what you are assuming is incorrect, Right. Like I went to my doctor and my doctor asked me something and he was like, well, I could look and see that something was wrong with you. I said, damn, doc. Mm -hmm. He said, but I needed you to tell me because I don't know what you are experiencing. I can only tell you what I'm observing. He said, and my observation is coming from a medical sense. You can tell me what you're experiencing because what I initially was thinking had nothing to do with the symptoms that you just told me. Right. And so he was like, I, I, I need you to say it. And I'm just like, oh, that's dope. Even in, even in a relationship. Oh, he's quiet or, oh, she's quiet. She must not want to be bothered. Or maybe they have so much on their head. They don't even know where to begin. You know, you don't know where to start. You don't even yeah. know, or you don't even have the words to put it in. So you just, you're just there. Right. And so having the conversations, being able to like, yo, recognize emotions or the feelings that give definitions to the emotions mm-hmm. and then having conversations like literally gate check fool. Yeah. Now tell me what's the struggle. Tell, tell me like, all right, cool. You good. Bam. All right. Tell me what's not so good or what. So let me ask, let me ask you this. When the question comes about, right? Yeah. How do how does one build up the confidence? Like if you know, as a man, you if you've never been taught to do it, or mm-hmm. told how to do it, or um, given the platform or the experience, or had people in your life to make you feel comfortable and, and to build that level of confidence, how do you do it? So it's like prime example with me. Somebody asked me how am I doing? I'm like, man, I'm grieving for my sister. I'm more heartbroken for my mother and my son than I am for myself. But I'm still grieving in the process. Like, I, and I don't know what to do. Oh, and by the way, my grandfather died the next month too, even though I didn't know him, but kind of looked like him. I don't know how to feel. Yeah. Like that's, a, I mean, like you said, that's a lot. Somebody asked like, so, so, so the, the village and the tribe, you out there, if you ask care, how I'm doing. Um, this is what I'm going to give you. <laughs> be ready. And I think, I think what's, I think in that space, bro, what would be meaningful would be to like pick one thing. And then identify, like, I I always ask, how can I support you mm-hmm. in this, right? But now I need to be specific. Yo, you just you just told me you, you lost your grandfather. You didn't have a relationship with him, right? You never met him. But, you know, like I said, a loss is a loss. Like, how can I support you with this? Like, is it, like do you want to talk about this? Like, what you were experiencing? Like, mm-hmm. have you checked in with family? How did that make you feel? Or what are just some thoughts... And I know this probably, you know, brought up feelings of the grandfather that you did have a connection with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And and now you're like, 
oh man, like I don't have any living grandparents and like there's so many dimensions. Like what do you what do you want to what do you want to focus on first? Mm-hmm. Right? Like and and, it, and it's just asking the question. Or, right, if you told me all of that, I then need to do an assessment like what can I really provide support with? And if I can't provide support, right? Like, yo, I'm sounds like you're you're dealing with a lot. Um, and it makes me sad that you even have to experience just the ounce of all of this. I don't really know how I can be supportive for you, but just let me know how I can show up to so that you know that you're not alone and you don't have to go through this by yourself. And that's okay too, because everybody not Ronald L. Jones to be able to handle you know, the blowback, the question, you know, like you, like you, you're professionally trained, man. You got degrees in this shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So everybody don't have those requisite skills, but it's okay to say, yo, I care about you. I'm thinking about you. I don't know what to do. Call me if you want to talk. Yeah. If you it just, hurts me to see you hurting. If you, and I told somebody once and they, they laughed and they hung up. And then two days later, they was like, bro, I laughed when you said it over the phone, but when I hung up, the fact that you said it made me cry and it helped me get to the point where I was able to release. I was like, mm-hmm. Hey bro, shit, I'm across the country. Yeah. I, I can't get there within 12 hours, but if you need me, just know it's going to take me a while to get to you. Yeah. I said, but in the meantime, in the in between time, if you need me to be on the phone while you scream, while you cry, while you just ask questions and you don't want anyone to respond, but you don't want to be by yourself. Call me, FaceTime yeah. me, we can Zoom. You can put the phone down, walk away. If you just want background noise while you try to sit on the couch in silence and figure the shit out, hit me up. Yeah. I, I don't know how effective that's going to be, but I'm letting you know that I'm willing to do whatever. If that's what you need me to do, that's how you need me to show up. Say the word, right? And I think it's mm-hmm. just... I I always laugh when, hey, man, call me if you need anything. And I'm just like. I need 20 G's, man. I need 20 G's by Friday. Right. And What's I'm just, up? I had, I stopped. <laughs> My sister was getting ready to say that to somebody. I said, ah, what are you able to do? Yeah. She said, well, she, <laughs> she, she started laughing. She was like, shit, nigga, I could bake a cake. Bake him a cake. Yeah. Yeah. Don't but offer she, nothing. But, yeah. Just show up with the cake, drop it off, walk away. Right. It's like, it's like borrowing, uh, loaning somebody money or whatever. Right. Like, don't be prepared to loan somebody money that you can't lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because because if you get if you don't get it back, you're going to be you will feel a certain kind of way. Right. And, and so just be real intentional. Right. Like, oh, yeah. well, you know, if you need anything and then when I call you and need something, oh, you got all these excuses. So you didn't mean yeah. that to begin with. Right. And so I yeah. I try to tell people that I'm close to be intentional. Right. If if you need a ride to go figure some stuff out or you need me to ride to the store or you need me to take you somewhere because you don't really feel like driving, call me, right? If if you need me to order groceries and just have it shipped because you don't want to go outside, you don't want to leave your house and you, you hit me up. I got you. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I just say, yo, be intentional. I know you don't feel like cooking. So the next two meals is on me. Yeah. Here's a gift card for Uber eats or whatever. Right. Just, just thinking about small stuff. I remember my friend was going through a lot. Stuff within your compa- your capacity and your bandwidth. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I grabbed my frat brothers. I grabbed her sorority sisters. And we went and cleaned her house. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> she sat there and cried the whole time because she was like, I really don't want y'all cleaning my house, but I really need my house clean. I just need cool. Laundry's going. We get, Kitchen was clean. Food was in there. And then we left. I was like, yo, do what you need to do. But now you have, it's, one, it's one thing off your list that you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. I walked the dog. We picked the kids up from school. We took the kids to the grandparents, and we made sure she was good. Her LSs flew in. So until they got here, we communicated like, this is what we finna do. By the time we yeah. finish, food will be done. Your Uber, boom. If you can't get in, here's the code because she's not getting up to answer the door. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just like, yo, what can I do to help take something off the to-do list? Walk the damn dog. Just come, bro. Just come get the dog and walk it. All right, I got pra- you. Practice within your ministry, brother. Yeah, Jay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like shit. I ain't been to my mailbox in a week. Can you go get my mail? Like, mm-hmm. just thinking of small things to help people. But even like going back to the black man situation, like start doing gate checks with one another. All right, yeah. cool. You tell me you up, you out, and you dressed, and and you and you and you you showing up. What ways was a what like what was a struggle this morning? And you could say there was no struggle. Okay, cool. What could potentially be a struggle later on once you get to the office? Ah, man, I got this meeting coming up, and I. All right, cool. Well, how, how what we need to do to get you get you get you ready for the meeting? And then, like, letting your brothers know that you are really there, like, one hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's that is that's that's a thing that. I hit one of my frat brothers up. I was like, just the fact that I know that I ain't needed y'all in that capacity yet. But the fact that I know that if I did, I, I y'all would come through. That means so much more to me. Yeah. Than actually having you here doing whatever, whatever it is. It's about security and safety. Yes, sir. You know, if you feel safe, if you feel safe, you can, you can, you can do You can, you can dab and and and, and kind of live in the the emotions emotional space. Yeah, and, and being emotional doesn't make you a bad person. Like you know, I think it's a negative connotation that comes with it too. Like yo, the dude's so emotional, man. You're always talking about his love life. You're always talking about people that hurt him, or you're always talking about grief, or you're always talking about this, or always talking about that. And you know, it all it's almost like people think, or society thinks like. If you are emotional, um, not only is it a bad thing, but it's like you're whining, yeah, or you're complaining. And I really do think that's a, that's where a lot of this stuff stems from, man. But you know, it's, I think you can handle it. Um, you can handle it when you know you have a support system, like you said, plans and systems, like to deal with emo- the 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 ramifications of emotions and feelings. You need a plan and a system in place. Yeah, and sometimes it's not. You don't have to be brother Jay to, to help somebody. You could be who you are and 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 uh, function within your ministry, within your skill set, within your bandwidth. Yep. You know, but I think a lot of times some people uh, feel as if you know you're supposed to solve the problem that's making them emotional, uh, having this feeling. And, and a lot of times you won't even know what the actual problem is. Fast. I see that my brother or my sister is experiencing something. I can't stop them from experiencing. I can't take them out of the experience. What I can do is stand with them in it. Yeah. Oh shit. Let me take your trash out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna run your car to the car wash. It's been a while. I got you. Yeah. Right. Like, did you eat today? 
<laughs> that's yeah. that's important. Have you been drinking water? Cool. Mm-hmm. Get in the car. We're going to go for a ride. You ain't got to get dressed. Just put a coat on. I know you're in your pajamas. Like, just let's get some outside air. I'm going to bring you back. We ain't even got to talk once you get in the car. I just want you out the house so you can get some vitamin D, right? Yeah. Get this natural sunlight. And I think it's just like you said, showing up how we can. And then asking, you know, what it is that they need and support of. But a lot of times, individuals just want to know that you care. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. That's once, true. Once they know that you care, it's bet. When I when I send this text message and they respond back, I know they care, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, my phone goes on do not disturb real early, and I told somebody, oh, man, you could, I ain't gonna lie, man, you your phone's like a senior citizen home, bro. Shut that down. On, on do not disturb at six thirty. And I started laughing because as I looked at my favorites list, like it's growing. I was like, why don't you just turn do not disturb off? And I was like, nah, because somebody gonna try to get through that ain't supposed to get through, right? And so, like. I got it on some devices, but the devices that it's not on, it's in my room, but it's not going to disturb me when I rest. But, like, if people need to get me, they can. It's it's, it's weird, but I, I told someone, I was like, yo, no matter the time, if you call me, you can't get me, call me call me back. Do not disturb us on it or kick it off. Leave a message. Um, somebody hit me up. They sent me this really long text message. It was like, you're probably asleep, um, but earlier you asked me a question about, I can't remember what it was. And they they literally were just like purging everything mm. that was causing them. And so when I woke up, I texted them. I was like, received, let me know if you want to talk through any of this. Right, Simple like, as that. Let me know when if you want to talk through any of this. They hit me up a week later. They was like, hey, what's your schedule like? Blah, blah, blah. And we had a conversation and they was like, no one really asked me any other questions you asked me and your questions actually helped me get out mm-hmm. what I was, what I was holding in. And I think about, I saw someone who was a science teacher. He took two bottles of Coke and he shook it. He said, these two and two bottles of Coke, same experiences. He said, here's the difference. Every time I shake this, right. Everything is happening, right. Emotions, things moving through and out, right. Like stuff is happening. He said, if I don't learn how to respond versus how I react to my emotion, this is what's going to happen. So he took the bottle top off of the shaking Coke and soda went went everywhere. everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then he said, but this one right here, if I wait to allow my emotional state to settle, he opened it, nothing came out. He said, so the pressure has been relieved but I have the full value of Coke still in the bottle. And he was like, we need to get to the point where we understand that we are responding to our emotions, not reacting to our emotions. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow. Man, cause, cause the reaction is where we, we, we lose footing. Oh, I ain't gonna lie, man. And I done, I done had some reactions in my day. Oh, brother Jay. oh yeah. <laughs> One day I flipped the coin. I said, his react tails respond. <laughs> My co, my colleague took the coin. He was like, "Go home." Fair enough. I'm Yo, going on. I'm out. <laughs> that's real, man. That's real. What, what did uh the the, the legendary uh, Houston group uh comprised of uh, Dino, Shazam, and Gi H Town? <laughs> Emotions make you cry sometimes. Yes, they do. Emotions yeah. make you sad sometimes. Emotions make you glad sometimes. 
but most of all, they make you fall in love. Like I read the lyrics to that joint, man. I was like, yo, man, what did they like? They kind of they kind of went off script. <laughs> <laughs> kind of went off script with them. They make you fall in love for it. That's that's a feeling. Yeah, yeah, it was fair. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I think depending on how you ask and how it uh, manifests itself, love can. That's another topic. Is love an emotion or a feeling? That's, yeah, that's heavy. That's, that's heavy, heavy, man. That's heavy. But yo, that's what I'm just saying, man. Emotions, emotions are there, and um, I think it's like a. Like we have to, we have to care enough about our people and our black men to give them the space, yeah, and give us the space to to communicate, you know. So like programs like my brother's keeper and uh, mentorship programs and people that's been around the block a little bit that can reach out and help a young brother um, up off their misery, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like help them, help them sort things out. And really, like you said, brother Jay, it's just about giving them space, giving somebody the space to, to feel and to respond. Yep. I don't know, man. You, you dropped some gems today, bro. You dropped some gems today, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> you dropped some gems today, man. Emotional, I man. Mean, Mas- mastering your emotions. Don't let your mastering. emotions master you. Woo! Heavy. Heavy. Well, on that note, you've just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Till next time, be light. Be light.